0: Yeah, if you want to take that whole thing out, you can. But um, no, it's okay. All
1: right, I don't mind looking foolish. It's kind <laughs> of my hallmark. And- episode 86 of the hit the deck podcast where we talk deck hockey street hockey ball hockey it's hockey in sneakers and it's been another week and I I just do this thing where it's it's I always tell you it's been a week you know it's been a week if you listen to the podcast I assume you have a calendar and you can count one day to the next and you know I'm sorry I don't mean to insult your intelligence dear listener that's uh, that's the furthest thing from what I intend. Uh, I apologize. So that being said, I'm just, you know what, I'm going to throw to my good co-host here, James.
0: How are you, James? I'm doing well, but forget about the week. We're already in the second month of the year at the recording of this podcast. So Just flying. Yeah, forgive me for being old and and crabby, but uh, I agree that the weeks are just flying by and it's... It's crazy.
1: I think you are neither old nor crabby, and I do not have anything to forgive you for. The weeks are flying by. I can't believe it's February already.
0: Yeah, it's unbelievable. But how are you doing, man?
1: I'm doing all right. How are you doing, sir?
0: Hanging in there, thanks. Hanging in there.
1: Good. I'm glad to hear it. The All-Star Game has come and gone, the NHL All-Star Game.
0: That was a blast, especially the skills competition. They definitely delivered. That was a lot of fun.
1: I must make a confession here on this podcast. I didn't watch any of it. Um, okay. I wasn't, I don't think I was home or maybe I was, no, I was home, but we were doing something and not, not relevant. Point is I didn't get to see any of it. So it was good.
0: Yeah. It, the, the skills competition was fun. They really delivered with the new targets for the shooting accuracy. Sure. Sure. And, um, I believe the rookie from, um, Vancouver broke one of them, but they quickly fixed it, but I was just kind of curious. If you were watching it, I'm sure you would have been yelling at the TV screen Mm -hmm. because they unscrewed the plexiglass I suppose that the hockey player broke mm-hmm. except with a manual screwdriver instead of like an electric one so I could just see the American Rhino getting aggravated Say, so why do they have a quicker way to do that
1: well uh, <laughs> I might give him a pass on this one because you have to be careful with the electric drills because if you have too much torque on there and I can especially see that in this kind of situation it'll strip the screw and that's definitely not something you want like you you don't want to strip it and you don't want to drop it onto the ice and lose it or, or what have you. So the fact that they're taking their time, I mean, it's the skills competition. It's not like they're in a huge hurry. So I can see them using a screwdriver. I'm going to give them a pass on this one.
0: Okay. You're, you're a much, much better man than I, but the, <laughs> the goalies, they were great. Lundquist looked fantastic. It was fun watching him. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, great stories. Everybody showed up, performed well. It was, it was, I, I, it was great. It was so much fun and, and enjoyable. And the all-star game, unfortunately, our favorite guys got knocked out. So there wasn't much for <laughs> us to watch, too, really. But it's still, it's it's a blast. And I think the new setup is great. And it was exciting, even though I was disappointed that our guys didn't make it to the final. But mm-hmm. whatever. You know, uh, great job by Tampa, too. Really, really very well done. The Pacific won this year? Uh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wasn't really paying that close attention to it, but they did, yeah.
1: Man, Vegas is just tearing it up at all levels, huh?
0: Yeah, really, Really ridiculous. The first place team. As a matter of fact, I read lately that uh, recently, I should say, on NHL.com that they set the or at least tied the record for most wins for an expansion team. And it's we're only in February. now. Yeah, we're only yeah. halfway through. Yeah, pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Have they had their bye week yet? Do you have any idea? I don't know. Yeah. I can't answer that. But Yeah, um, me too.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's all right. That, that, that's fine. You know, whether they've had their bye week or not, the fact that they've won this many games and been this wildly successful is just, it's a real credit to them and, and to their GM especially for being able to yeah. assemble such a great team from what he had available to them.
0: Absolutely. And they've had their share of troubles too with the goalie issues were a lot of injuries and they've overcome it all. And uh, as we saw firsthand for Ranger fans and Islander fans, I'm not sure if the Devils have made it out there to Vegas yet. But, you know, they, they, they're, they're a tough team, a good team. The, the support is off the charts there, and everything's working great. So tap of the stick to the NHL and, and Vegas.
1: Absolutely. And speaking of hockey, which is to say ice hockey, I just saw here watching the Rangers broadcast that the women's American team, the USA women's hockey team, just uh, shipped off to the uh, the Olympics. So, you know... Good, uh, good on you, ladies. We send our, our thoughts and hopes and prayers along with you. So do us proud, won't you?
0: Amen. Go get them.
1: Yep. Do some damage. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean hurt people, but, you know, go, go tear it up. Go show them what American hockey is all about.
0: Yeah, yeah, bring home the gold, ladies.
1: Here's hoping. Knock on wood. Your lips to God's ears.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. That's okay. Just do your best. Like I keep telling my daughter, just do your best. That's what's important. You know, it's it's all in good fun and the spirit of um, womanly competition and neighborly uh, Olympic spirit. And I don't I haven't I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to be hoping for here. I, I obviously want the gold as well. I'll be greedy. Bring home the gold.
0: Yeah. And and. and the- it's fine, ladylike, and so on and so forth. But the rivalry between the USA ladies and the Canadian ladies—I'm uh, just going to step back and and root for our uh, our USA ladies as hard as I can. But uh, <laughs> we'll we'll just leave it at
1: that. I will too. But it's interesting that you bring up Canada, given the uh, thrust of tonight's podcast.
0: Yeah, well, you know, it's their sport, so gotta at least give them that. But stay tuned.
1: <laughs> That's a teaser, but. You know, we shouldn't leave our dear listeners in suspense for too long. We should introduce ourselves. It would be rude not to. Thank so for tonight's starting lineup in goal, as ever, I am your American Rhino, number thirty-five, Gary McComsky, and of course, here are my illustrious co-host.
0: On defense, number four, I'm James Sajazy
1: Yeah, yeah, James. So, you know what? I, I'm just I'm just gonna put this out there. Just for for your benefit and the benefit of the listeners, because I've been thinking a lot about it lately, we got to get to call in some more hockey games. What do you think about that?
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, we have our hands full with the podcast, but it's fun calling the play by play, and mm-hmm. I just feel very guilty that you do majority of the work, even though you don't feel that way. But I'd love to get back out there and do some play by play. Absolutely.
1: All right. So let's 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 affirm here for our listeners. Let's. Make a commitment to trying to do that sometime in the relatively near future. Yeah? Yeah. All right. You heard it here first, folks. And if you want it, you know, let us know. Because the more you ask for it, the sooner it'll probably be. Because we know the interest is there. So, uh, you know, just shout us out. Tell us you want some of that live hockey. And uh, we'll try to make it happen. Uh, But in the meantime... We have a podcast to do. So, James, would you be so kind as to
0: tell us what is on deck for this podcast? You got it, sir. Thank you. Off the street, deck hockey is so popular up north in Canada that to meet the demand, a new league will be starting up this March in Ontario. The American Rhino and I have all the details. (laughs) Winnipeg Deck, how do you make the NHL All-Star Weekend even better? The town in Winnipeg figured it out by holding its annual deck hockey tournament on January 27th and EEA NHL 18. These players may not have the hands, legs, and countless other talents needed to play for Lord Stanley's Cup, but they do have the thumbs to play for the Snyder Cup. And that's what's on deck. Thank you, James. You're very welcome, sir. I was wondering if that second E was a typo
1: (laughs) in in EEA.
0: Yeah, I tried to uh, separate it to make sure that it wasn't. But with the esports and all this silliness that they call e-leagues or whatever, which is just another version of video game playing as opposed to reality leagues, such as the NHL, for example, they throw the e around. So figured that would be the title for the topic.
1: I get it. Although I am gonna pick a little bit of nit here and mm-hmm. just. Uh, opine that since the E in EA stands for electronic, for electronic Mm -hmm. arts, and the E in eSports is also electronic, you probably could have gotten away with just the one E. But I I get where you're going, so I'll give you a pass on this one.
0: Yeah, thanks. I I mean, not that they'd be listening, but I didn't want to get in trouble with EA Sports. It's in the game. It is. It's in the game. And as long as they keep their hands out of our pockets, that's fine.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well... (laughs) If uh, if we don't buy the games, then I, I, I don't see a problem with them keeping, uh, you know, I don't see a problem
0: with that. Okay. I, as long
1: as we don't consent to give them our money, then we should be fine.
0: Yeah. But in terms of reality, and as you so uh, astutely recounted, that mm-hmm. up north in Canada, yes, near and dear to our hearts, they basically, the creation of all sorts of hockey, but deck hockey included, started up in Canada. Mm -hmm. but fast forward to nowadays and it's so popular that they need to start yet another league in the Windsor, Ontario area. And they're going to call it the Windsor Essex ball hockey league. So as we've said in the past, we refer to it as deck hockey or street hockey. And, and, you know, Gary always says it at the top of the show, it's hockey and sneakers. Exactly. Right exactly right sorry uh, i i almost missed my cue there no not at all i mean if we rehearsed or said that we were going to do that that'd be one thing but off the cuff you did a great job so well
1: i'm supposed to be able to pick up your cues james we're partners we we should we should have this down by now 86 episodes in
0: yeah it's cold out and whatever but uh you know what just like the rangers are kind of and, and the Islanders, too, at least, not to beat up on our favorite teams, but mm-hmm. they're kind of getting over the, uh, the lag from the NHL All-Star weekend as uh, at the recording of this podcast, the Rangers are getting their butts kicked by Toronto, and the Islanders kind of... Came out a little flat out of the gate in the last couple of games too. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess we're just catching on with the, I guess, uh, hangover of the NHL All Star Weekend.
1: Yeah, I had nothing to do with it, and I'm, I'm feeling the effects. It's like, uh, I guess it's like when you know a husband gains weight during a pregnancy or or gets you know cravings or whatever. It's it's a sympathy hangover.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so.
1: We are, you know, we we are suffering on behalf of our favorite team.
0: Right. So that explains that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That's it. That that (laughs) must be it. What else could it be?
1: (laughs) All right. Well, getting back to this topic at hand. So I do remember when we had, was it Tony Bonner on our podcast when he talked to us about how in Canada they, during the summer, they melt down the ice and just people can just play on the bare concrete. Right. Which uh, was borne out by the stuff that we talked about and that we've seen with uh, the on the bench guys. But so, yeah, so it makes sense that as we start to get, you know, away from the winter months, that there would be deck hockey starting up because I guess they're going to have all those empty courts or rinks, you know, empty hockey rinks with nothing to do on them. So, you know, why not play hockey?
0: That's what they were designed for. Exactly right. And the amazing thing about this is in the article that we're quoting here, which was written by Mary Caton, or, uh, or Caton, C-A-T-O-N, I apologize if I mispronounced her last sure. name, uh, of the Windsor Star, that there are 10,000 players in their uh, ball hockey organization known as the Ontario Ball Hockey Association. 10,000.
1: That's a lot of thousand. Yes. That is many more players than we have.
0: A little bit. So exactly right. That uh, melted ice will not go to waste at all, or those arenas anyway, because there is a high demand for it. And the registration for the Windsor-Essex Ball Hockey League will start in March and the games start, or at least slated for late April to early May. The game is afoot. Right. Um, League organizer Will Quenzel, I believe that's how you pronounce his name again. Apologies if I mispronounced it. He originally started a floor hockey league, Mm -hmm. which I'm assuming is separate than ball hockey or deck hockey, with 44 players back in 2008, Mm -hmm. and that grew to more than 200 players, and they had to expand to two leagues at its peak. But that kind of went to the wayside because the arena that they played in, they put in a new surface and it was like a rubber surface. So they had to change to a felt puck, which I've never heard of before. No,
1: I've never heard that either. It sounds I mean, I'm just I'm thinking of, you know, the the surface of a pool table is felt, or billiards, if you're feeling fancy. Yeah. And that's fuzzy and smooth. But I can't imagine a puck being like that's just weird.
0: Yeah, and I don't understand why they couldn't use a ball in that aspect either, but the, you know, that's I, what they said. The only thing
1: I can come up with is that the rubber would make the ball like a, a ball itself that's that's kind of plastic or, or rubber. I guess it, it wouldn't bounce. It wouldn't you know be that uh, mobile because the rubber would kind of grip on itself. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, like I said, I'm just speculating here, but that's the only thing I can come up with.
0: Agreed. And if it's real floorball, I do know that they use lighter sticks and and light plastic sticks. So I'm assuming that's the case here, or at least for that league. So I would imagine that if you're using regular sticks like we do, that that would get stuck on the the surface as well. But I'm assuming, yeah, that if you're using the light plastic sticks for floorball and the combination with the felt puck, I suppose that's what they did to solve that problem. But either way, that created a, another issue for Mr. Quenzel because they had to find a double gym space, which was rare, mm-hmm. at, at least up in Ontario. And they had to go to a 10 team league, move it to just Monday nights. And still with all of that, there were still 50 people on a waiting list to play. Sure. But fast forward again to now. And uh, Quenzel again says there are a couple of other ball hockey leagues around, but this one that he's in, the Windsor-Essex Ball Hockey League, is the only one sanctioned by the Ontario Ball Hockey Association. That
1: sounds very official.
0: It does. And the OBHA's board of directors unanimously approved the Windsor-Essex League, and away they go. So they're looking to get going in uh, March with registration. It's open to women and girls as well. They are going to start off with just a couple of teams first, but from the sounds of it for 10,000 people and 50 people on a waiting list from the smaller area, that that's probably going to be filled up pretty quickly and uh, they'll expand and they want to have uh, a men's C and D division accordingly and uh, away they go. So they're basically getting the groundwork done right now and they have a Facebook page and an email where you can reach out to them and stuff like that. So it seems like they're keeping expectations low, but the reality is that it'll probably be filling up pretty quickly, and all walks of life, everybody's welcome, the beauty of deck hockey,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and away they'll go, so good luck to them, and we'll keep you posted on how it goes.
1: You know, maybe, maybe to make the uh, LIQ, which is of course our ball hockey, deck hockey league quote-unquote organization, more legit. Maybe we should make up some kind of governing body that can officially sanction it, like the Geographical Long Island Deck Hockey Federation.
0: It sounds good. I mean, you guys came up with a great name as it is, uh, you and Mike and uh, and the other guys, so and Rob, I believe. But sure, why not?
1: You know, we, we uh, that way we could say we're certified by the GLIDHF, and we can make a seal and like Nobody has to you know who who verifies this stuff? who's gonna check? It's like, oh well, they' if if they're certified by this uh, governing body that they sound pretty legit. So that's how we'll drum up our numbers. Maybe we'll get close to ten thousand. I think I think if we do, we will have to move off of the handball court though.
0: I think so, and I'd be very happy if each one of those people would listen to our podcast every week too. That
1: would make for some very, very difficult line changes. Yes, it would.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fifty people waiting list. Yeah, <laughs> fifty people waiting list just to play center.
1: Yeah, right. Yes, <laughs> I'd probably have to share the goal too, which which would be terrible.
0: No, that's your goal. <laughs> Thank you. Rhinos don't. Uh, yeah, they they don't share. They. <laughs> They're very irritable and powerful that's so don't, true. Don't we are very territorial
1: animals take control.
0: <laughs> that's right but good for them
1: good for uh yeah ontario and and uh you know will Quesnel you know fill a need that's and and a great need at that that's uh that's awesome i'm I'm glad that not only that he could do this thing which makes so many people happy and gives them an opportunity to play, but the fact that they're also starting a youth league, you know, that's the next generation and that's, you know, getting kids involved in, in growing the sport and being able to have fun. So that's also very important. So applause all around. Yeah. yeah, Cheers. Yes. (laughs) Quite.
0: Indeed. Exactly. And uh, again, staying up in Canada, Mm -hmm. move over to Winnipeg, which I've heard is one of the coldest places in the history of the globe, as a matter of fact, but they uh, really did a great job over the NHL All-Star weekend where they took advantage of the NHL being off, mm-hmm. at least the Jets not playing, and uh, held a really interesting and, and successful ball hockey tournament. And this article is by Alexandra Paul of the Winnipeg Free Press. You could find that online too, where we're quoting these uh, facts from. And up in Winnipeg, this is the Osborne Village Business Improvement Zone. Doesn't quite roll hosted, off the tongue. No, speaking of boards and things, as you were saying before, they hosted their fourth annual Village Winter Classic. Of and biz. It's much, right. And it's much like, as I say, quote, our Hockey at Rockies street hockey tournament that we're also familiar with for the uh, LIQ and, and Hit the Deck. Which
1: just a detour... You know, to derail this conversation slightly, just want to give an update to our listeners since it's something we've talked about on numerous occasions. Unbeknownst to us, apparently the Hockey at Rockies tournament has been restarted in memory of George and uh, George Kornienko, as you may recall, the former founder and uh, operator of the uh, Hockey at Rockies tournament at Rocky Sullivan's in Red Hook in Brooklyn. So um, it, it has, unbeknownst to us, already restarted. They had a tournament in the fall, and uh, hopefully there's going to be another one in the spring that we can jump on. So, you know, stay tuned for that. I'm sure James and I will have plenty of coverage from that, and we will keep you apprised as the details come to us. We now return you to your regularly scheduled podcast segment.
0: Well, almost, almost. I just wanted to add on to that, and thank you for bringing it up, Mm -hmm. American Rhino, because member of the LIQ and Rocky Sullivan's patron for many, many years— Craig Mercado, he, uh, was very upset when he found out that there was the hockey at Rockies tournament because he and Patrick and some of our other friends from the LIQ and from good old fashioned having friends in real life, they have gone to Rockies Sullivan's for years and years and still continue to with the new location. And they literally have played in every single hockey at Rockies tournament. Mm-hmm. Or and had. obviously, yeah, up until now. And, uh, So Craig was really very upset that they didn't even tell him about it. And and they said, yeah, it was on our Facebook page and stuff. So like Gary said, hopefully we'll be on board for the next one. That's supposedly coming up in in October or so. And we will keep you posted. So thank you, American Rhino.
1: I call shenanigans on that because I looked on their Facebook page after I found out about that and I saw nothing about it. So unless they have more than two Facebook pages, because I saw two and I checked both of them. Unless they have more than two, and it was on, on some mysterious third page, I, I saw nothing. I cry foul. Yeah,
0: right. And, and especially the fact that George is gone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it, uh, I agree. But we'll see. But anyway, yeah, Craig was really, really quite upset, to say the least. But that didn't happen in Winnipeg. They knew how to promote it and get their... There are businesses involved in all that stuff. So exactly. So uh, over at the Osborne Village Deck Hockey Tournament, they closed off a street Mm -hmm. and they set up two rinks in a parking lot, which sounded great. And from the pictures, it looked like they were uh, nice and, you know, substantial rinks with boards and everything.
1: Oh, wow. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. And regulation nets. At least that's what it looked like and Mm -hmm. looked like a ton of fun. There were 28 teams that showed up, mostly made up of the employees from the neighboring businesses. Good and yeah, and they competed. That's a
1: lot of teams. Do you happen to know whether it was like three on three, five on five, whatever?
0: That I don't know, but let's see. Yeah, 28 teams. Did they say how many people? They didn't say how many people. I think they said a few hundred people showed up, but I think that was not only players. So I can't really figure out the math on that, 28 mm-hmm. teams. But uh, I'd, I'd assume that it would probably be four-on-four uh, four with goalie included. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that, that'd be interesting. But the uh, neighboring businesses that comprised the teams, they played in 15-minute matches that mm-hmm. started from 11 a.m. and then continued until the finale. And, again, that's what we're used to, too, over here in the States, Gary and I, anyway.
1: I mean, if this is even single elimination... 15-minute games, let's see, you got to figure you have two games going simultaneously. So that's uh, four teams every 15 minutes playing. So it's going to take you seven of those, so about an hour and 45 minutes. Uh, well, it's going to be more than an hour and 45 minutes because you're not immediately going to go from one to one. So let's say two hours. Let's say it's going to be two hours to get through just your first round. And then that gives you, you know, if you've got winners, that's going to give you 14 teams then that have to play each other. So give that another hour to get through all of them. And then, and then have that seven. Well, then, then the math breaks down because you have seven teams. So you're going to have to, unless well, somebody gets to buy. Uh da-da-da-da. you're you're probably looking at 4 or 5 hours here. I've, I I don't know how much rest time they're going to give them and and how they break down the brackets, but you're you're looking if it's just a single elimination tournament, you're looking at at least, you know, 4 or 5 hours I would say of hockey.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right because usually for the Rockies tournament, the sun starts going down and as uh, Patrick and Craig have said the first time that they played, they needed car lights to uh, finish the games because it went really later than expected. But mm-hmm. that sounds about right. Yeah. So you figure it goes till sundown or, or thereabouts.
1: Yeah. But uh, I got to tell you, James, given when they played, I don't know if I'd want to be playing after sundown. Cause uh, according to this, the, the temperatures got down below 15 degrees, sorry, got down below negative 15 degrees Celsius.
0: That's, it. hey, man. I've heard it said many a time, and I'm sure you have too, being an NHL fan that you are, that Winnipeg is one of the coldest places in the world, yeah. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's up there kind of, you know, south, right in the middle of canada, if you if you will. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the wind patterns are just they all converge there. But, they are much tougher. I would not have what it takes to live in Winnipeg at all. No. <laughs> so yeah, minus fifteen. Um, I was tapping out when it was around zero around here. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> forget minus fifteen. Yeah, that's that's crazy.
1: So they, but you know, in spite of that, they loved it. Apparently, it's a, it's a huge smashing success. The organizer, Stephanie. Oh boy. Stephanie Melior said it's a really great way for the community to get together. And she is the executive director of the Osborne Village Biz, the business improvement zone, as we mentioned earlier. So she would be able to know authoritatively that the event, in fact, generates revenue for the business association and it promotes the area's boutiques. It's a big promotional thing that, it gets people from all over to come out in the frigid, frigid temperatures to come watch some hockey and patronize the local establishments. So, you know, they also not only was there hockey, they also had three local bands that played in the afternoon and in the evening. So when it was dark and cold, they, they were still rocking out or dark and colder because I'm sure it was cold all day. You know, even high high noon, whatever, two two o'clock whenever the the warmest part of the day is (laughs) i'm sure it was still quite cold
0: yeah and they did have some hot cocoa stands on hand as well
1: oh well in that case
0: yeah and uh, really fantastic that that's the beauty of it and i'm glad that it was a success and hopefully they'll have many many more and exactly the fact that a lot of the employees made up teams i mean what better way to have camaraderie and getting to know each other and have fun and gel as friends and, and and teams and Business partners than deck hockey, so sure and
1: not only that, but you know they all work in the same area. You get bragging rights for a full year if you win. So, (laughs) you know, if you're uh, if if you you've got customers that are trying to decide whether to go to um, you know Bill's Poutine Hut or. Maurice's waffle stand, you know you you've got you, you can have you know if 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 Maurice is like oh sure you could go to the poutine place if you want to eat with losers,
0: you know that that could put you over the edge. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Yeah, if it really gets heated, that uh, maybe they'll have bonuses and things for the winning employees. <laughs> That's great. <laughs>
1: I mean, Maurice is a little arrogant, so I don't put that past him at all.
0: Yeah, but um, if the waffles are good enough and if you could back up the talk, then I guess. I think, I, I think it, it you know, talk. it's
1: important to have a quality waffle, but the syrup really puts it over. Uh, I mean, you know, if you got like I, I had a few years ago now, this was a few years ago, but at work every Friday they they have like a pancake and waffle station for breakfast at work. And so one time, I think it was only one time <laughs> that I, I, I remember, it was October, which is like the Apple Festival. And so it was, uh, it, you know, to celebrate the Apple Festival, they had apple syrup for the pancakes and waffles that one time. And it was absolutely delicious. And somebody who worked there I, I i remarked on it once uh, maybe a year or so ago and somebody who worked there who she she wasn't there when they had it and she's not there anymore but she's like oh you know that's not hard to make you just i i i've since forgotten what she said but it was something like oh you just take apple juice and thicken it with some cornstarch and you reduce the i don't know i'm <laughs> I, i've already forgotten but she made it seem very simple to make. So um I'm going <laughs> to I don't I have no idea how we got here. But um nevertheless, I'm going to recommend to you dear listener, you should google how to make apple syrup and do it cuz apple syrup is delicious. And if Maurice has apple syrup, they're going to be beaten a path to his waffle hut.
0: What I wouldn't give if there was actually a Maurice's waffle hut involved in the Osborne village biz.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, if there isn't yet, there should be
0: soon after, um, after hearing this. That's fantastic. And, and I'm not trying to be insulting here by any means, but, you know, the maple leaf is so prevalent in Canada. Obviously, there's a team named after the maple leaf, and the flag has the maple leaf on it. So I'd assume that maple syrup, they probably know how to get that down, too. But between the apples and the maple, that mm-hmm. sounds fantastic.
1: Yeah, sounds good. Maybe the winner of the Avbiz, biz could get a platter of waffles
0: with apple syrup who needs a stanley cup we a got selection waffles. of breakfast foods that's awesome we got to reach out to them and see
1: <laughs> please let us know i have no idea how we got this far i swear i what is even, you brought you brought us there what, what you is even about? wrong with us
0: don't get me started on no, what's wrong with me, so hunt. let's just move on to the oh, next yeah, topic.
1: Right. Okay. <laughs> let's come back to America, because clearly we don't know the first thing about Canada.
0: No, we don't, and apologies for that. And and thank you for the most—and hey, I, I love the band Rush, too, upon everything else, but um, I'm so happy that the Canadians have a reputation for being so kind and polite.
1: I don't I, know, uh, man. Spirit of Radio, what is it, 2120? Uh, twelve? Twenty yeah. 2112, yeah. I don't have that kind of time right. <laughs> that song's like 20 minutes long. I, I don't, I can't, I just, I, I, I respect but we, rush, but I, I just, I can't, I got things to do, man.
0: Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Between that and, and insulting Canada, I guess that'd be the easiest way to actually get a Canadian angry. So let's <laughs> definitely move on. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah. Uh, um,
1: I'm going to get excommunicated from Canada like Jim Cornette. Oh, no way. I mean, you'd have to listen to his podcast for the full story. But the short version is apparently he got stopped at the border and got into an altercation with uh, a border patrol patrolsman, basically for no good reason. And he uh, he's vowed never to come back to Canada.
0: Well, I, I have a theory on
1: that. Okay, go ahead.
0: Instead of, I'm, I'm sure they were probably insulted that he was running around with a tennis racket instead of a hockey stick.
1: Oh, so maybe, maybe that was it, yes. So there you go, <laughs> problem solved. Yeah, no, actually, I mean, this is, this is going way off the mandate of, of deck hockey, but since we do occasionally drop wrestling knowledge on this podcast, he was working for uh, TNA, Impact, whatever they're calling themselves now, a while back, not too long ago, uh, sometime last year, I think. And their big event of the year, he, he was supposed to be at, and then they up and moved it to Canada and, uh, from, from where it was supposed to be, which I think was in Florida. And so he's like, okay, no, um, you know, good luck with that. But I think we're done here. That's, (laughs) you know, call me if you ever come back to the States. Wow. Okay. And I think that was the last time he ever appeared on their television.
0: Interesting. Thank you for those very intriguing tidbits. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I okay. However,
1: however, shall we get back to this? Okay. there's got to be some way to to navigate our way back to the topic at hand.
0: There is, because it doesn't matter if you're in Canada or America, because all you need is an Internet connection and a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox one to play in the next topic that we're going to talk about.
1: Boom. Somebody has been boning up on his segues because you are on fire
0: tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Well, as we said, we've done quite a few of these podcasts. So your greatness is rubbing off on me. So thank you. for that. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, uh, yeah, my greatness. I, I apologize. I hope nothing else rubs off on you.
0: <laughs> yeah, like talent or something. But anyway, the best EA Sports NHL 18. So we're talking about their annual hockey game video game for people who may not be aware of that. But for players in U.S. and Canada, age 14 and up, I don't know if there is a cutoff at all, but the beginning age is from 14. And again, they can compete on their Xbox One and or PlayStation 4. And uh, for some reason, though, there are a few areas that you cannot participate in. I don't understand why this is, but players in Arizona, Maryland, Tennessee, and New Jersey are excluded, which is beyond mind-boggling to me. just think about you're losing Devils fans, you're losing Coyotes fans. In Maryland, you're losing Capitals fans, and in Tennessee, you're losing Predators fans. I, I don't know what the stipulation is for that. I would a-
1: have to think this has something to do with the uh, state's regulations regarding online, I don't know, gambling or games yeah. of chance. Or Well, it's not games of chance, though. It's a game of skill, presumably. But, yeah, it has to be some kind of state regulation. I'm sure they wouldn't just arbitrarily exclude, you know, throw darts at a map and like, okay, I don't like you, you,
0: you, or you. Like, that, that yeah. seems silly. I'm sure they want everybody's money. Well, yeah, um, you're probably right. And uh, either that or they just resented the fact that it's the final would be held in Philadelphia and some of the prizes are things like a Flyers game and Flyers jerseys and things. So uh, I know that there's a huge rivalry in the NHL and – we do take our uh, loyalties a little bit too seriously.
1: Yeah. In that case, you can feel free to exclude Brooklyn and Queens too.
0: <laughs> amen to that, brother. <laughs> but uh, you're probably right. Yeah. I'm sure that it has something to do with gambling or whatever the case, because there are prizes involved and money prizes as well. So that would explain it. But again, unfortunately, that's that's a big chunk of uh, legitimate diehard hockey fans that they're losing. But, of course. Of course. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, – Snyder Cup is what they're also playing for, and it's named in memory of the former Flyers owner, Ed Snyder, and he was uh, at the fore, I believe, of the whole E competition, especially for the hockey side, and I think they even have leagues and things like that for other sports, and uh, it's really popular in in Philadelphia, and they even built, or at least, the uh, Xfinity Live Center. Mm Mm-hmm which is in Philly, and it's right by the Wells Fargo Center where the Flyers play. And I think the Xfinity Live Center is probably something like their version of MSG, if you will. Oh, And they hold tournaments there, e-tournaments, and the final for this one will be, again, at the Xfinity Live Center. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Okay. Well, I'm glad that some of this goes to a good cause. I mean, even if you don't like the concept and James has you seem to have indicated on several podcasts, at least obliquely, you, uh, you are not a fan of esports. I know it's subtle, but, uh, you know, if you've been paying attention, you can probably pick up on that. But, yeah, I mean, if so much of the prize money or, you know, the proceeds from this is going to youth hockey, you know, it's, it's even you must admit it's not all bad.
0: Of course. And yeah, I apologize that, that sometimes I I don't play poker, but I'd imagine I'd be the worst poker player in the world because I do not have a p- 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 poker face. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I subconsciously, maybe it was coming out. But uh, yeah, I try and keep my opinion to myself, especially if politics come up and things of that nature. But God bless if you're into it. By all means, it's great. And I agree that that's fantastic. So I, I apologize if the subconscious or at least I didn't do a good enough job to be as, uh, I don't know, non-biased as possible. So apologies there. That's okay. Uh,
1: There's nothing in our podcast's charter about being, you know, Switzerland. So
0: that's not. Yeah. Yeah, I I hear you. But uh, something that I resent, especially being a sports fan my whole life, is if you don't like something like, for example, this is just completely pardon the tangent. But, uh, you know, I I grew up a baseball fan and my favorite player when I was a kid was Lenny Dykstra. And uh, so fast forward to college and and I'm wearing a Phillies Dykstra jersey because he was traded to Philly, even though I'm a diehard, diehard Mets fan. And uh, so I'm just wearing the jersey, whatever. And some guy goes up to me, hey, Dykstra stinks. And like, first of all, I didn't ask your opinion. Secondly, why would you know, if you don't like it, then too bad. I'm not looking to start a fight with anybody. So don't start a fight with me. So I always keep that in the back of my mind. If somebody is a fan of something and and you're not looking to pick a fight with anybody, you're just minding your own business, supporting a team you love or something you love. God bless. So especially for this podcast, too, um, there's nothing I hate more than people trying to force their opinions on you when you're not asking for it. And uh, so, again, I'm kind of sensitive to that. So if if I uh, didn't live up to that, um, apologies. But, yeah, uh, I guess the, the 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 dig with the thumbs and the the talent probably gave me away. So, I was trying to be funny, but I guess I fell on my face. So, sorry about that.
1: Well, were I to chastise you for going off on a tangent, I would be quite the black kettle indeed. <laughs> but also, I have to give you credit. I I I can't <laughs> I can't imagine purchasing a Phillies jersey. Spending money on a Phillies jersey of any kind, even if my favorite player got traded to the Phillies, even if my brother, I don't have a brother, but just for the sake of argument, even if my brother got traded to the Phillies, I don't think I could bring myself to own a Phillies jersey, let alone wear one. So I, I you know, I have to I have to give you credit for that.
0: Yeah. It, it, good thing about my childhood was the most traumatizing parts of my childhood, which just to give you an idea of how great it was. Traumatizing point number one was when Bo and Luke Duke left the Dukes of Hazard, mm-hmm. The uh, actors, John Schneider and, and Tom Wopat, then they came back. So I was very happy. And then when Lenny Daxter was traded those were by far the two most traumatizing times of my life, or at least childhood. I've paid for that since, and I wish those were the biggest problems of my life to this day. But yeah, at the time, the Phillies and Mets, they never, I mean, you know, like in 86, for example, the Phillies were in second place and what we were up like 21 and a half games or something. There was really not much of a rivalry there. And uh, Philly and New York are pretty close. So a lot of times when the Mets are good, you could go down to Veteran Stadium at the time and go watch the Mets there. But uh, fast forward to now, I, I don't think I'd do it now if that happened. And if if my favorite player were traded to the Phillies now, I I don't know what I'd do because it would just be devastating and, yeah. and like that person's dead now to me. Yeah. <laughs> but this is a deck hockey. Yeah, podcast. I was gonna say
1: I I I had this uh, this tangent about the Bronx all all loaded up and ready to go, and I was like, nope. You know what? I'm, let's 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 just leave it here. <laughs> let's 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 forget that.
0: I'm glad because speaking of being biased and or unbiased, I should say I I can't hide that for when it comes to that uh, that other borough. So right, yeah, I
1: hear you. All right, well, as you <laughs> said, this is a, a deck hockey podcast. So uh, I don't know, is there any more deck hockey we can talk about?
0: Yeah, well, speaking of the uh, the EA uh, sports thing, that uh, they have their own website too, which we could put a link to on our uh, on our. Facebook page and things like that for the world it is. And you could find out about registration and competitions and the first few brackets are all online and players compete against one another. And then that's going to be broken down to uh, 16 player brackets and playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then top four players from the leaderboards will again compete online. So that's two online playoffs, which would begin on Saturday, February 17th. Mm-hmm. And Sunday the 18th. And then from there, the winners go to the live final in the live finals for both Xbox One and PS4 on Wednesday, March 7th. And that would be at the Xfinity Live Center in Philadelphia. And um no? No, no, I'm just
1: oh. sorry. I'm just shaking my head thinking that's crazy. That the, oh, okay. the idea that, I mean, I know that as we've discussed here and in previous podcasts, these esports are a really big deal. But uh, I just the the idea that they would have the finals uh, of this tournament at, you know, an actual NHL arena is just it's mind boggling to me. I guess they would sit and play the games on the scoreboard. I think that's how that works in those situations. But it's just it's, as I said, crazy to me.
0: Well, I I think Xfinity Live is its own thing. It's it's not um, the Wells Fargo Center. But that would be really cool if they did do that. But um, it's it's across from the Wells Fargo. I don't know how big Xfinity Live Center is. My mistake. Uh, could, that's quite all right. We could look that up and things like that. But uh, but yeah, the, the the actual final would be you have to go in person and, and compete and, and all that stuff. And Exactly, yeah. It seems like a lot of fun. I am horrible at video games, mm-hmm. much like I am at actual deck hockey. So, you know, God bless these kids and and or adults that, that compete in this. And it's come a long way from the... The NHL games that we grew up with where you could do that one move where you could go across the goal and always score at will. I don't think it's that easy anymore. I miss that move. That was (laughs) awesome.
1: It made me, before I realized that, oh, you know, everybody knows how to do that. I thought I was pretty good. (laughs) I was like, oh, I found this, this one move that always works. Aren't I clever? I didn't have really friends back then, so I wasn't exposed to the the larger community that would have told me, "Yeah, genius, everybody knows how to do that."
0: So uh, I just, I I guess I thought I was I was pretty good at the game. Well, in your defense, uh, a lot of leagues are they call them copycat leagues, and the e community is no different from the reality of that aspect. So if an NHL team is successful because they do something a certain way. Everybody else is going to try and do it that way as well. So, like, for example, speaking of the Flyers in the early 90s and mid-90s, that they got big, you know, they got really big players. And then other teams tried to draft big players and things like that. And then the game just got really slow and kind of dull. And uh, so now we're, I think, the, the new and improved NHL nowadays, as opposed. So, exactly, don't, don't feel bad. It's, that's just how it goes.
1: Still, I do miss my NHL 96 and my Troy Aikman football. Those were the days. <laughs> oh before we wrap up one more thing quick that uh, occurred to me while we were doing the podcast i didn't want to interrupt well <laughs> imagine that i didn't want to interrupt the segment at the time but um so last week we had uh we were at my daughter's my daughter performed at international night at her school and she danced and she did a, a choreograph. Number she did a like a, a dance routine that she choreographed herself with her mother and it was a big hit and and great so we we went to that and it took place in a recently renovated room that has like a stage and stuff uh, the her school is attached to our church so it's it's kind of all one big building complex so I think the church at least paid for part of it and so that that's neither here nor there but so we were there. And after the show was over, I was kind of looking around to see the renovations, how the renovations went, you know, what what improvements they made and what the equipment was and what have you. And so I went around a corner where I expected to see an equipment rack and there was no equipment rack there. But what was there was under a tarp was an air hockey table. Ooh. <laughs> so I did not get to play, oh. but, you know, I, I'm glad to see that. My daughter's school understands the importance of hockey. And I'm glad to see, you know, some of that money that I'm paying for her education is going to the important things. So I I just wanted to share that.
0: Well done. Congratulations to your lovely daughter, too. I hope you have some footage of that because I'd love to see it. But that is great news. Excellent. Yeah, I was pretty pleased as well.
1: Last minute remaining in the podcast.
0: Thank you, Pops. Oh,
1: another episode of Hit the Deck has come and gone. And uh, we've come out on the other side. So, you know, thank goodness for that. We also, in addition to goodness, we would like to thank Pops for being the voice of the podcast. Thank bro Anthony Sejaisy for music contributed to the podcast. LIQ for sound effects using the podcast. And listeners like you. I've, I've got my uh, my PBS is showing, I think. But really, as, as much as I joke, it is... Very important. You are the most important part of this podcast. So we always thank you for listening to it. And, you know, we hope you will continue to do so. And we hope if you like the podcast, you will spread the word about it to others. So we can continue to grow this hit the deck community because, uh, you know, we enjoy doing it. But if it wasn't for you, we would have no reason to. So, you know, please, please keep it up. And if there's anything that you'd like to tell us and participate in this community with, then please feel free to email us at hitthedeckdeek at gmail.com or uh, you know come at us bro on Twitter at hit the deck pod or uh, you know open a dialogue on Facebook, on our Facebook page at hit the deck. And you know you can check us also out on Instagram at hit the deck and our YouTube page, our YouTube channel, which is Hit the Deck podcast, check that out too, because we we talked earlier in the podcast about how we're going to try and and bring back live deck hockey, and when that happens, you're going to see it right there. And if you want to know when it happens, we may not advertise it in advance depending on the schedule and when we find out about stuff. So you're going to want to be subscribed to our channel so you can know. So please, please, please. It would help us immensely if you would subscribe to our YouTube channel, Hit The Deck Podcast. We would so appreciate it. Honestly, it, it, it doesn't hurt you to, to just click that subscribe, right? I don't know how many subscriptions you have, but, you know. One more, I imagine, isn't going to break the bank, and it would mean an awful... I can't tell you how much it would mean to us. So please consider subscribing to us there on Hit the Deck Podcast on YouTube. And also, while you're in the business of subscribing to things, please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting outlet, be that Apple Podcast or Stitcher or the Podbean app or any number of other podcasting services. We would love a subscription there. And hey, if we are not on your chosen podcast, podcasting service of choice let us know and we will try like heck to get on dare get get all up in that podcasting bidness so uh <laughs> yeah i think i covered everything james is there anything else that
0: i should be talking about no you did a great job and thank you sir and thanks for listening folks
1: yeah really i know i know i i sometimes ramble but uh it is it is all said in love and and because we care about the podcast and we care about you, so one more time, thank you sincerely for for being a part of this podcast. And oh, I mentioned this last week, but I'll mention it one more time, just real quick. If you wouldn't mind, it would mean the world to us if you could go to Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and uh, give us a rating. If you could rate this podcast, leave us a comment. It would help a lot. It would like it would also. You know, that and the YouTube, those two things are huge. So if if you could do both of those things, you would you would, you know, be uh, (laughs) you would be on our our nice list forever. So thank you. Thank you for that. And while you're you're being nice, you know, while you're in the spirit of that, I would urge you to remember that whether you are up in the, the frigid white north, or whether you are are way down south, uh, whether you are out there, you know, hauling around, playing in a tournament, or, uh, or, or just sitting on your couch playing on your Xbox. Regardless of what you are doing, I would urge you always to remember it's Deck Hockey. Don't be that guy. Thanks, everybody. The long and winding road. That leads to this podcast. I know, don't quit my day job.
0: I'm a fan of it. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.